0: I expect I expect I
1: expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect I expect I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect I expect I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect I expect I expect Mm. Possibilities. I expect positive energy. I expect with no regrets. I visualize it all. Know it's coming. Yeah, I can see the ball drop. new year, no money. I'm everything. Not partially. I'm synergy. I reach every dream and love my enemies. Everything here is a lesson. Everything that comes to me counts as a blessing. No.
0: It's a good day. Good day, beautiful world. Yes, yes. I'm Jay. And I'm Aaliyah. And this is Homeschool Yo Kids
1: kids.
0: Podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
1: We're going to add our own
0: instruments, okay? (laughs) Right, right. I'm still reaching out too, but yes, we're going to do that. Um, (laughs) I like it. Okay something new every
1: time remix <laughs> yes.
0: how you feeling
1: today i'm feeling good i feel like the week has been going by you know pretty smooth and i can't complain i honestly can't complain i really can't complain it's that i just can't complain <laughs> life yeah. is good even when life is you know life and life is good
0: yes i love life i love all these new experiences all these new like just everything every day is a new day um girl I met one of my students yesterday because you know I'm back in Virginia for a little well for one more week now but um girl like I told her people be telling me that my life a movie honey yours is a daggone action flicks the <laughs> stuff she was telling me I was like okay plot twist yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah like life is life like life is everything and people gotta understand you writing your story like it could be as exciting as a doll as anything as you want it to be Yeah, for real so I try oh. to make my little razzle dazzled every now and then you know so, right, yeah. add a little
1: sprinkle of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it exciting. <laughs> it's so sweet that you're um that you're meeting up with your students. One of my students from last year, she wrote me and sent me an email. Um, and I was like, oh, so yes. sweet. <laughs> she was yes, thinking of it. They're me. on
0: their mind. Yeah. Lasting impressions, lasting impressions. That you definitely gotta know. Like teachers are are a big deal. They really are.
1: Yeah, I'll never, 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 ever, um, like, disregard or um, play down the impact that I feel like I made as a teacher. I know teachers make impact, like, huge impacts Mm -hmm. on students. Their teacher's influence does matter, and I would never... You know, downplay that part of teaching because I know I had a huge impact on my students, and that's yes. something that I truly just loved about teaching is that you do get to influence these minds in a positive way if you so choose. You know, to do that, you you know, you are helping another child. Um, you know, reach their next potential. Yes, or just journey.
0: showing showing them something different. That was my big thing, like to show different. I always wanted to show them just complete opposite of what they probably were used to for real because even my teaching style my everything like my approach to life in general has always just been different like hey nah this is what we're gonna do like oh we ain't gotta follow that let's do this (laughs) look let's do this and just because they tell you that oh you supposed to like this so you gotta like that like no you don't Mm -mm. you don't have to it's your thing this is what you decide and that's what a lot of people get caught up and lost in, the norms, social norms and societal standards and what we're supposed to do or what we're not supposed to do. And that's the big thing.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, it really, really is. I think we were talking about that, um, you know, being a teacher and having the background, knowledge, of uh, being a teacher and you know, going through that process, because we both have master's degrees, like, let's not, you know, like, we didn't go through real, tra- we went through real training, you know, to become teachers, and so now that we have transitioned into um, homeschooling, it is a different process, like, it's a whole process, it's called de-schooling that I've been seeing on Instagram, um, it's called, like, the de-schooling process of really changing your mindset on how we see learning um yeah. and it's you know I've realized that I'm actually going through like I wanted to put a name to it. I didn't know what it was but the other day I just realized like oh I'm actually going through this process of de-schooling
0: yes um unschooling deschooling. they have like I told you I learn all the time that there's a name for everything but um it is important it's it's like you're breaking the mode, like you know like you're you're snapping out of the program so it's it takes a a bit of time for you to realize all right oh it doesn't have to be done that way oh let me like because I hear it like we get asked all the time the girls get asked like oh you doing how you doing at home school or how how are your grades and stuff like that and like I always because like we don't do grades like I don't I don't grade them like like we don't we don't do things of that nature and even when people are asking the girls what grade they're in um understand that you know that's what people want to hear and want to see but it's like we're not following our course I always like any answer whatever grade she want to be in that's what grade she in today so (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but de-schooling is like it's a big thing
1: and it's, it's, for me, it has been honestly very difficult, especially since I have a toddler. And My background is in, like, you know, upper, upper elementary, fourth grade through sixth grade, upper elementary and middle school. And so I'm just so used to kids, you know, falling in line, maybe not all the time, but, like, you know, just really just um, doing what. I am telling them to do, following the instructions, (laughs) you know, giving them the instructions and helping them to complete those instructions in their best ability. Like I'm all for creativity. I'm all for children um, having choices and doing the things that they want to do. Um, But then it's also like within a limit, like within these instructions, (laughs) because it's like I'm grading you on something, you know, and having that mindset. and, and now homeschooling my toddler, which is a totally different age group from what I'm really used to, um, it, has been, it has been a lot of work. Like, it's really been a lot of work. I've been re- doing a lot of reflecting and just trying to be self-aware about the process of um, learning because I feel like if I'm not in it with her or if I'm not teaching her or showing her how to do it, then... She's not learning how to do it, but that is totally not true. Like, whatever she's doing, she's learning. You know, learning, learning happens any and everywhere. And I feel like, especially for toddlers, I mean, they could anything can be learned for them at this age because it's yes, just so new to everything. And I feel like. Oh my goodness! It's just been so hard to get my brain to wrap around the process that you know. Let her just you know learn. Learning happens. It, yeah. yeah, like you don't have to plan to her for her to learn. She's gonna learn, um, because you know that's where she's at in, in life. You know her curiosity is on one hundred. So everything is like a learning experience. Is new, um, and so I'm tr- I'm really truly trying to enjoy this process while also like, de-schooling, like, going through a mental, yes. it just feels like the tower is falling or something, like, I'm going through a this whole change of how I really um, felt about learning, and even though I've always felt like learning should be free to the to the child, that's not that's not how I was trained is like that's not the mm-hmm. training that I received so it's I mean it's been it's been it's been a process <laughs>
0: yes and I like the um time for learning definition of it um de involves a period where you do very little formal school work in order to recalibrate your child's natural love of learning so during the they said during the deschooling schooling process you'll address your understanding of and approach to how a child learns And I I feel like that says a lot because, like you said, you've gone through a training and not even just a training, but yourself, you know, going through homeschool yourself. I mean, not homeschool, but public school yourself as a student. And that is how you know school. That's what you know to be school. So readjusting from that, especially after just having your own classroom, is something to de-school. Because I tell you, the first thing I did when we started homeschooling was want to decorate an area for our homeschooling process. Like, that was my thing. You know, the forest was really big for us. Even though it was very informal, like what we did in the forest, it was just like, I had always decorated my classroom, always made it lively, always wanted to have, you know, things on the wall that caught um, the kids' attention as far as quotes and all that good stuff. So that was one of the first things I wanted to do when I decided to homeschool or to, you know, really commit to doing this full time. I so, was oh, I need to decorate this room. Like, I, so we need to have us a little corner. Um, and that's what I did. And I even say, like, we started out with doing worksheets and workbooks and stuff. A lot of things I found at the Dollar Tree because it was so convenient, um, especially the Dollar Tree. Oh my gosh, just like a come up. Um And we did a lot of things through with that stuff, like with workbooks and all that good stuff. But in all actuality, my girls are very hands-on learners. They're very oral learners. They're very... Like they want to experiment and do things like, and it's funny because, you know, you just made that post about your daughter um, doing her experiment, um, (laughs) how it was supposed to go versus how it went. And I love that um, because even my girls, my girls are six and nine now. And that's the same thing. Like the experiment would say this and we're doing it and I'm reading the directions and then they, well, what if we add a little bit more of this? well, what if we put this in there? And it's just like, oh my gosh, y'all are just making a mess. But it's like, okay, at the same time, they're learning because like I, I was talking to Kenny the other day, it's like, that's how people find new ideas and create new theories and new ways of doing things is trial and error. And so just going by the instructions isn't going to get us where we need to be. In all actuality, it's just going to get us the same result that everybody else has got, you know, already received. So- I really loved your post, like because <laughs> it's like it is hard to like go and divert from those instructions when it's like that's what outcome you're looking for. But these kids aren't looking for that, you know. A child's mind is way different. Ken Morgan wanted to go on the balcony today and do an experiment, as she said. Since we don't have our science kit, <laughs> I'm gonna go do this experiment. Experiment, um, and girl, she just had a bag, uh, a bag that has. Kenny had me buy food for the geese yesterday, a loaf of bread. And (laughs) they gave all the, you know, not the geese, uh, the seagulls. I keep calling Mm -hmm. them birds geese. But um, she had that in a bottle of water girl and went on the balcony talking about she's about to create a volcano. And I said, All right, go ahead.
1: (laughs) 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 Kissing.
0: they be out here living and you know we be stunting like we we stunt their growth when we do things like that you know yes. in terms, in terms as far as oh no you need to do it this way or you need to do it that way so I really appreciate you bringing that to our attention with your post like saying okay it's okay to deter from those instructions
1: Yes, girl. Woo. And when I say I was dying inside, because she was using all the wrong things, like literally, but I seen the joy in her face. She was just like, oh, we need glitter and we need this. She was just saying all these things. I'm like, no, none of this stuff we need. We don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> and girl, she got to doing, and I was like, Aaliyah just release it like whatever you are doing right now yes let it go like let her just be because I like you said I don't want to stunt her creativity and I feel like you know as a teacher that's not something that you try to intentionally do but sometimes when you see like the child is maybe you know not following the instructions like the way they so you try to you try to you know deter them and be like okay well you know let's think about it this way you try to get them back on the right track but maybe that is something in the child's creativity sometimes you got to let the child do um and that's more so like I wasn't a math teacher so I know like in, you know there's there's different ways to teach different subjects so for me it was like you had to come to the right answer when it came to english and in social studies there is no Let's be creative and come up with a, I mean, English, that. Is, that is. Yeah, I
0: about to say, English, you have a lot of room for creativity. That was my thing. Well, I noticed early on, like, when I modeled things, well, like, when I put things on the board and showed the students, like, my paragraph or my introduction... Their introduction looked just like mine. So I stopped modeling. I really did because I didn't want to stunt their creativity. I didn't want to have my opinion or my my thoughts be their thoughts. It yes. was like, no, nah, like show me, cause it is m- very many ways to um, you know, write and express yourself. And yes. your form of expression should be your form of expression. It shouldn't have to dictate mine. Um But the kids, like, I don't know if it's this generation or what that's coming up because they have so many examples and so many models and so many, so much influence that they're so used to being model for and want to show, like you want to do and feel like that's, Oh, that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to get your right answer. Or that's the, that's the best way to get the best grade. So that's what they try to follow. And truth be told, all of our lesson plans had model, like, you know, yeah. how are you going to model this for the students? And that was always like, no, I'm not modeling anything. I'm going to tell them what they need to do. <laughs> and they're going to let them do it because I didn't like the fact that when I did model they follow right behind me. I
1: didn't like that. Yep, that's exactly how it was for me too. As soon as I would put my little, well, here I want to show you all, you know, I would get in the assignments the same exact thing. I would be like, I didn't say copy. I said this is a model.
0: And even (laughs) with the girls. Yeah, even with the girls, like when we're sitting down to do crafts and um, do kind of, you know, kind of activities or whatever, I wait until they start before I start working on mine. Because if not, Kenny going to be right behind me with whatever I'm doing, because, you know, that's my shadow. She loud and proud about being, oh, I want to be just like you. So I already know once I start doing something, she's going to be, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm going to make that. So I wait and I literally wait and sit and pretend like I don't know what I'm going to do yet and wait until they start. And then I start.
1: That's good. Because, yeah, I don't want, like you said, I don't want to set my daughter's groove. I don't want her to, you know, feel like she has to copy me or do what I'm doing or even just copy anybody else to do it. You know, I want her to feel like, um her creativity matters and her creativity is important and it's value and so I've really been stepping away from I've also been seeing a lot of posts where saying like good job good job Like, I really have been trying to step away from that and just congratulate her on the process and even ask her you know like you know do you like this and she always says yes, yes I love this I love this yes. mommy and I'm like that's all that matters good I'm yes, glad ma'am. that you know that you like your work because I mean, you took the time to go through the process of creating this. This is whatever it looks like. It's still creation. It's still creativity. And I feel like, um, like you said, I don't want to stunt my daughter. I really don't want to stunt her growth. And in that instance, I really had to realize, <clears throat> like, if I say something and I stop her from doing this, putting this glitter and this slime glue all in the bubbles. <laughs> that I'm gonna potentially I'm gonna potentially stop her from you know wanting to be more curious or like you said creating new ideas solutions because that wasn't I mean I've never seen that solution before I mean it was it was pretty cool it was it was really cool I was proud of her I was proud of myself and like like going through this process of really unlearning and relearning what I have been trained to do um it's it has it pops up in so many ways, especially in homeschool. It pops up in so many ways. And I'm just trying to take it like take it easy. It's only been eight for eight months for me. And I remember seeing a, a post that said it would take either your child one month or you one month for the de schooling process. And I'm like I don't know about that because uh, after after yeah. thirteen years of public education, four years of a bachelor's degree, eighteen months of a master's, three plus years of teaching, <laughs> I only uh, one more. Uh, no, one more. No, longer than that. Like no, no that one month. Ever-
0: And that's what, like, de-schooling could be compared to, like, some kind of, like, rehabilitation. Like, it's like you're really trying to reprogram your mind and reprogram how you view learning. Yes you've been told about okay learning looks like this this is what you need to do in order for your child to be successful they need to sit down they need to do this work they need to show you that they know know this work by completing these assignments like no that's not how learning has to look has it doesn't have to look like that and i love the fact that you ask um Kaya, and because i ask the girls all the time when they ask me do i like something i flip it back on well do you like it i love that you do that because i do that also because it's always like no i need them to put the confidence in themselves and know um that they they appreciate and they like it first and then worry about everyone else later like because as long as you like it long as it's appeasing to you that's what matters Your creation, your, what you're creating should appease you first and then everyone else, you know, can get, you can get your kudos and everything from them, but it definitely, it should matter about what you like first. And I'm glad that they value our opinion by all means, you know, we want like, that's, that's beautiful. However, I, I always want to put it back on them. Well, what do you feel about it? How do you like it? What do you think you could have done different? You know, things of that nature, make them process and think on that accord, you know, a little differently, but understanding that their opinion matters, their, their thoughts matter, their, what they like and what they dislike matters because a lot of these kids are so used to being told, well, this is the right way to do it or that's not right or oh no you should have did this or oh no you should have left that off of there like you know so much critiquing and it's like okay don't listen to all that outside noise how do you feel about it let's start there and then let's talk you know we can go further from there but let's start with what you feel about it so I love that
1: yes 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 and it's funny because um I always notice, like, as a teacher, my fifth graders—they always feel (laughs) like—and I don't, you know, I've never—I never tried to be that role, but they definitely feel like school stunts their growth, stunts their Mm -hmm. creativity. Like, I know that they, because they love to, you know, they talk about, you know, you know, we learn things in school. But the thing that they feel like they're missing in school is, like, being creative. And it's it's kind of funny because there are electives and resources in school. But I don't think that um, the school focuses on, like, children's actual interests. Like, yeah, they have resources and specials that this music and PE that kids can um, do. But I think what school is really missing is, like, more extracurricular activities that point to kids' interests. Yeah, Um, passion. Yeah, their passions. And so that's why I really enjoy, um, like, going through this process because I don't want, I don't, going through this de-schooling process because I don't want my child's homeschooling journey to reflect what I went through um, in school. And I know that it won't be like that because I'm already doing things different from just mm-hmm. even homeschooling. But, like, even that, it, just going back to the little piece of, like, Trying to <clears throat> trying to change or trying to direct her into a different path, like even those little things, I'm just realizing I don't want that to be a part of my homeschooling journey. I don't want that. I don't like you said. I want her to value my opinion, but I don't want you know to. Um, I don't want like criticizing or um, there has to be this right way or just these certain thoughts. Thought patterns that we do have as educators or that you have just from going through the public edu- school education, public system um, that we have these like these just unrealistic thought patterns about how we learn. Um, I really, really don't, you know, I just I don't want that to be a part of my home school. Oh, you broke up. I don't know where you, you
0: disappeared and you were on the road too, and you still are, I see you, you talking, passion, (laughs) look, passion, (laughs) like, I really have
1: to focus on my mindset first, and it is so important to do that, if we're going to homeschool, because we got to realize that if we weren't homeschooled, we don't really know what, you know, like, what homeschooling, like, what homeschooling should be, or, I mean, there isn't your way, your home, your way, but, like, we want homeschool. I was at homeschool, you know. So yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, well, it should look like this. And then there are some laws, like North Carolina, where they still make children who homeschool take the test. So you may have to feel like, you know, take standardized tests. So you may have to feel like, okay, well, this it has to be like this because, you know, it has to look like this. It has to look like school, like it has, you know, because we still have to take, you know, standardized tests as homeschoolers. But I just feel like it doesn't like it really. Doesn't your child can still learn the academics and everything without the like without it looking like school. Oh yes,
0: definitely. Um that's you know, my biggest thing and what I, I always speak about is that I feel like public school definitely um it it drains well first I feel like it it uh it causes children to lose their identity. And then I also feel like it um like it it uh deflects from their purpose. Like it, you know, it it causes them to not hone in on their passions or the things that they like to do or what their creative, you know, what their artistic abilities are or anything of that nature. So I really feel like public school is more of a de- as far as um an individual being an individual, mainly. Um so when we look at kids, um, especially with, uh, uh, our melanated kids, um, their identity, I feel is lost through school because you're, you're taught so much and drilled so much about you being lesser than, and, oh, you had to fight for this and you had to fight for this. Right. And before, like, you know, telling the kids like they hone in and always, 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 always revert back to um, y'all were slaves, and the N word, and all this stuff—you know—all this negative connotation associated with being black, and the stuff that they focus on in school has always been my issue with public school. Um, as far as identity go for our, our our black kids, because we're so much more than that. So when you're taught that repetitively, repetitively, year after year, you're taught about slavery, you're taught about how white people were superior and all this stuff. Like by the end of that course, by the end of those 13 years, that's what you got in your head. That's what's on your mind. That's what you feeling like, oh, I got to do this or I, I can't live up to this because this is this. Like, no, and black people history are way, is way deeper than that. Just even the aspect of um being melanated, not even, can't even really say, you know, black people, because that's not even really a, a thing. But it's it's so much more to individuals than schools, like you know, hone in on. They don't focus on the greatness um, of each individual. They don't talk about all the different cultures, all the different African tribes, all the just the just all the history that we we come to know and we are coming into um, knowing. And we don't, we don't get that in public school. And so I feel like school definitely uh, is it, it, it's, it's damaging, um, so to speak. And so when we are taught, okay, this is what learning needs to look like. Oh, you have to sit at a desk. Um, when your child reaches a certain age, you gotta send them to school and this is what they need to do each day. This is how they learn. It's it's a program like, you know, you're being programmed to believe, oh, this is what my child needs to do or in order to be successful. And if they don't go through this program, or if they don't go through this school, this school system, then they're not gonna be successful. And that's what a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of families, um, parents, individuals have in their head that, oh no, in order for my child to reach success, they have to do this. Cause you even, like, even talking to homeschool parents, like, you hear them and they'll, one of their um, questions would be, well, what about college? Will they be able to get into college? um because that's uh, once again that's something that's been programmed like you have to go to college to be successful and it's like, well, I mean, if they want to go to college, by all means, yes, they definitely can go to college. But you do understand that that should be your child's choice. It shouldn't be a force. Like, for me, college was like a force to me. Like, my not uh, an option, right? It's, yeah, it was like, no, you're going to college. You gotta yeah. go, right. Yeah, hey, you have to. Um, <laughs> like, what else do you want to do? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, you have to go. And I understand it because, you know, my parents didn't go to college. So it was like, a, a oh, you need to go because this is the opportunity you have and you can do it so go and it's like nah I mean I could have like I could have been writing books I could have been doing you know could have been doing other things that I was very passionate about at that time and no one paid attention to those interests and no one tried to make you know, make sure that I stayed on that track of, oh, you are creative with your expression. You're creative with your writing abilities. Oh, you write phenomenally. Oh my goodness. You've written a chapter book in the fifth grade. Oh, let's, let's keep you writing girl. Let's like you know, like, oh, what else you got in you? Like, I didn't have that type of encouragement, not from my parents wise, not from teacher wise after elementary school. So it was like, oh no, you're going to get into this race, this little lovely rat race, and you're going to do what you need to do as far as check off these boxes that say, oh, you're going to be successful if you do this, 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 this and this. And that's not, that's not how it should be. Um, I saw recently, uh, some like, you know, how they have those little things, um, like what is a myth that people like, what, it, or what is the lie that people still believe or something like that? And somebody talked about the American dream and, um, it being like, that's not a reality. Like the American dream isn't like what people feel it is, or how to reach the American dream isn't even, uh, really attainable because, All those years of college, all that time you, you know, spend going to college and everything, you acquire debt and then you have to, you know, in your mind, figure out a good career, a job that is going to help you pay down that debt, despite the fact that if you're happy in that job or not, or, you know, if you're feeling you're feeling fulfilled. in that job It's just about, okay, does it pay my bills? Does it help me pay down this college debt? Does it help me pay? Like, you know, it's like, what are we doing? So <laughs> it's just a whole big program, big programming of this is how you need to do this. And so the de-schooling process is important because we've all mainly been through that program like you don't come across many homeschool kids, many homeschool adults. Adults. Yeah, you don't come across many of them. So we've all been through this program indoctrination of public school being the way that you need to do school or learning in general. So I see why the de-schooling process is very important in a lot of cases because, and I think that's like like a lot of people advocate for that to you know, if that would be the first thing you do, like you said, somebody like you read that it takes a month to be school. No, by no means. um It don't take no month to, to get out of that. <laughs> to get out of that lifestyle that you've been at, like that's been your life. Like you, you can't just readjust your way of thinking and your way of oh, this is how I'm learning. No, you can't. You can't Absolutely yeah no
1: it takes way longer and if you don't do that process you just gonna find yourself being in the same way of oh i remember when i had my teacher and we did worksheets oh i remember all you're gonna do is go back to thinking about when you was when you was in school okay yes. when you were in school this is what you did and when you were in school and that's how the learning is going to reflect if you decide if you don't go through that de-schooling process and you decide to homeschool you're just gonna be doing worksheets and <clears throat> trying to grade your child and trying to figure out and trying to do all this stuff and just not let learning happen like learning just happens you don't need a curriculum you don't need a lesson plan you don't need any of those things that we feel like we really do need for kids to learn I'm really starting to learn that with my toddler at such a young age. She don't she is not interested in a curriculum and <laughs> trying to like sit down and do this and do that. That's just not her style of learning. Like it's really not. And I don't want to force her to sit down. Like every time I'm trying to force her to do something. It makes me upset when she ain't doing it. You know, like I'm the only one that's getting upset and feeling like, <laughs> dang, like, what's going on? Like, she ain't, she don't want to listen to me, whatever. But no, it's none of that. It's just, that's not her style of learning. And she knows that, you know? And I'm glad yeah. that my daughter, even at such a young age, knows what she wants, and knows what she likes, and knows what she want to do. Because that's important. And I think you know, in order to instill confidence in our children, they have to know those things already. They got to know what they like, know what they want to do, know, I mean, they don't have to, like, know who they, like, they you know, they don't have to know their career path. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, just knowing, um, themselves. right, knowing themselves, knowing what they like and things. And nice. she knows that, like, she really knows that. And I just be so surprised looking at her because I'm like, all right, you want to do this? No. I want to do this. I'm like, Oh wow, okay. Like, okay, girl, you know what you want to learn about and you already know. Like, so I'm not trying to yeah, like I'm not trying to force it like at all. And I feel like in school, definitely a lot of things were forced. And that's why so many people don't even remember you know what they learned because it was forced down your brain. Like it was forced for you to learn it. That's why you don't remember. I want my daughter to really enjoy that process of learning. Like I remember nice. there was a point in time where I'm like, yo, cause I used to, I love learning and I, and I credit myself for being a lifelong learner, lifelong learner, because I've gotten that spark back from having my child, like you nice. know, and be, and being yes. a teacher. And But at, it was a point in time when I was in school where I was like, yo, this, all of this stuff seems pointless. I don't even know what I'm learning. You know, yes, I think man. it was middle school for me where I just felt like everything was pointless.
0: Oh, yes. Eighth grade was my turnaround, too. Like, and, girl, I told you I spent high school sleeping because, like, I, you couldn't tell me that any of that stuff that I was learning was beneficial to my life. It was just about, like, I am the epitome of, oh, okay, you want me to do this worksheet? I'm going to do this worksheet and I'm going to sleep because you're going to grade this worksheet and that's when I'm going to get graded off of and everything else is, it don't matter. Like, you're going to have to call my mom, tell her about me sleeping in your class and how you're upset you are about that. However, you're going to also have to discuss the grades that I'm getting and you're going to have to justify me having to be awake in your class. Now, my mom trying to save face, of course, she's going to fuss and all that <laughs> stuff and tell, tell me how I better not go to sleep in your class no more but in all actual she ain't in school with me so guess what I'm gonna go to sleep again because this is still pointless your lectures are still pointless to me this all is just doesn't make sense to me and I was really headstrong on that from like eighth grade on up I was just like yo this is this isn't life like what is this like who signed me up for this I don't want to do this this is really not this is not my thing. And I told you if my mom had have told me, and I guess it's probably why I wasn't told it. But if she would have told me that she got her GED, honey, I would have told her, hey, I want to do the same thing. Let me get my GED because I don't want to do this. Like this isn't a happy place for me. School was not a happy place for me after um middle school. Like after seventh grade school was no longer a happy place for me.
1: Right. I just feel like, you know, we get caught up in the socialization thing. That's where we—that's what we really remember about school is our friends. Like, yeah, school was because I had friends. I liked school. It wasn't oh, because they're
0: hilarious. My friends. Yeah, hilarious. yeah.
1: It was like I had—I had friends. I had people that I could talk to. Like, that's really what school was about for me. But learning, like, I love to learn. I got good grades, but it was just like everything just kind of. I just knew how to get good grades, and I don't feel like that's learning at all. That's no. just remembering something that's
0: that's that was about to say yes it wasn't learning like you really weren't learning though you were memorizing facts or memorizing something in order to get those grades like that yes. was the main thing like oh long as I get this grade what I get is this great like girl them kids used to hit me with that too is this graded?
1: <laughs> girl that is the number one question of students in the in education is this graded? Is it's, this graded?
0: Because if it ain't, honey, you ain't getting get my all. I promise you. <laughs> I used to be like,
1: yes, everything is graded. I say,
0: yeah. that's what, <laughs> girl, that used to kill you too because I got a hundred back on 140 students. I'm trying to grade all this stuff just to say, like, keep my word all yeah. All right.
1: Now I gotta grade all these papers. <laughs> pointless. Just
0: so pointless. But the kids, and that's why. I, I love them, and like like you said, like I've always considered myself a lifelong learner. But I learn more on my own. I learn through books. I learn through other people, you know, like other experiences, things of that nature. But teaching, like listening to people talk at me, oh my gosh, that was just like a. I don't know. And because I've always felt it was just talking at me and not even just me. It's just a whole class of individuals that I see are not interested in whatever this person is putting out, but they just keep going. Like they're just so committed to teaching this curriculum, teaching this pacing God, teaching on, you know, that they don't even pay attention to the fact that no one's interested. And that really bothered me. Oh my gosh, Ali, that bothered me so much <laughs> That was it was so wild. It was just, and even on to college, girl, I had a whole professor, I had her change her uh her whole little curriculum, her whole um her syllabus. Because I was like, what are we doing? Like will you give us these reading assignments, you give us this like all these reading assignments and then you don't give us time to actually talk about them. We're not giving time to actually discuss or actually, you know, like unpack all that we've taken in. So it's like, you're just giving us work to do for what? Like, what is this? Like, no, I'm paying for this. This is, this is a different ball game. Now y'all got me in college. This different. Like, no, I I understood the system there. Like, no girl, like I'm paying to I'm paying for this. Like, no, we're gonna do this. And I promise she changed that whole syllabus. Like she had to rewrite that. Cause I'm a reader. It was, um, and it was African-American literature like no and the fact that i didn't have an african-american professor was a whole nother story however like girl i'm taking this all in i'm reading all this stuff because i'm interested in all this and so when i come to class i'm expecting to talk about it and you know discuss it and get other people's perspectives and things and we weren't doing that and girl had to meet with her like hey nah boo (laughs) we gonna do this
1: yep even in college
0: i ain't coming like (laughs) college oh my gosh college is a whole different girl oh I ain't gotta come what when the test when the assignment oh the syllabus tell me what days I really need to actually come yep I mean terrible but that's that's the thing school is it's a program it's a it's a like The word has been used so many times over, but it is an indoctrination as to how you're supposed to act, what you're supposed to think, how you like, um, I saw a video the other day that says school doesn't teach you how to think it teaches you what to think and that's I mean that's spot on because it's always quickly telling you oh no this is right or this is wrong this I like, teach girl going in and doing English and literature and my professor trying to tell me oh no this means this and you don't know this dead Arthur no baby we're gonna argue this because how do you know this means this right. That's, your that's your, right. that's your perspective that's what you got when you read this I'm gonna tell you what I got when I read it because I read it and so my interpretation is my interpretation and if I can back it up then I'm gonna back it up but you can't tell me that oh your point is the only point that matters
1: like what no this is wild girl you took the words right out of my mouth I was literally just thinking as you were talking like yeah even in college we see the same thing like you sit down you listen to somebody talk that's why, like going over and really reflecting over my college (laughs) experience I would have never to be honest um I would have never got my bachelor's degree in psychology. It was the most boring. Every, almost every professor I had was boring. Like, Mm. all they did was talk at you. All we did was they talk at you, go over some information, you take a test. It was just, I felt like I was in high school. It felt like, I'm like, yo, this is the same thing that, like, we're not, like you said, we're not going deeper or all I am is, all I'm doing is just learning information. This is kind of whack. I could just do this. I could buy books. And that's and the thing, does, like yeah, yeah the college is there to give you the accredit the accreditation. Is it is that the right word? Accreditation? Because honestly, a lot of people could just buy the books and read them and that's it. Like that's what you d- I literally just bought books, read them, took tests, did a little bit of assignments for a degree. Like, that's really not how you learn. It's really not. Now, I would say that I really love getting my African American and diaspora story um studies. Um Degree because I did have professors that stepped outside of the box. We did do a lot of talking, and um, you know, even though it was still a lot of assignments and things. Like, yes, you need that. Like, there's people learn different. You need a different type of stimulation um, when you're learning. It's not always about just being taught at or just writing something or just doing an assignment. Like, that's not how you reflect on your learning. You should be able to show that you know, or like you said, be able to conversate and talk and engage in meaningful conversations. There are a lot of different ways that we can learn. And I really feel like, you know, we gotta, we have to, like, it's important that if we feel like how we learned didn't help us, that we really reflect on that process and figure out how we can change that process. And the only way that I know how to do that is through homeschooling, to not put my daughter through the same process that I went through, because for what? I felt like it was pointless for like, why? why? Why would I do that to her? I want her to, I want her, you know, her education, educational journey to be more meaningful. And I want to be there right with her too, as well. I don't want, you know, to just drop her off at some place and pick her back up or let the school bus drop her out. I don't I just I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't like I don't really like the whole even whole process of going to school, like getting up early, super early, dropping your kid off somewhere foreign. I mean, it's, it shouldn't be foreign, but it really is kind of foreign because you don't get to know everybody in the building. You don't do a background check on everybody in the building. You don't get to know every. So it's kind of like you just, you know, going to a foreign place, dropping them off, going to the back and picking them up do you know what they learned and i it was so funny because i seen a post where it said that homeschool parents are really spoiled in the regards when it comes to actually like knowing what their child is doing or like knowing the process of what's going on like knowing actually what what they learned today like what we because we're there you know mm-hmm. so it's a different it is different you know it's it's just totally different like homeschooling is totally different you are yeah you're actually there in the mix you see everything you know everything you know what your child is going you know you know so it's just like it's different and I think that's what we need we need different you know in order to just read different things but the de-schooling
0: process is necessary because of so many people feeling like school like the school thing is like they have to get out of that way of thinking because that's what holds, I feel like a lot of parents back from even trying to homeschool is the fact that they feel like they have to sit their child down for seven hours. They have to give them worksheets. They have to have a curriculum. They have to have lesson plans and they have to do because that's the first thing they say is like, well, I can't teach my child or I don't have the patience to do this or I don't, I can't do this. And it's like, because of the way that you're thinking that it has to look, that's the whole holdup. Like you think that school or that you think that learning has to be this way because that's how you learn no that's not how everyone has to learn that's not the way of learning in general and the fact that we have more power and more control over our children's educational journey than we would like to like you know actually acknowledge is 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 a big deal like that's a big deal because parents have become so trained and so programmed to think once your child hits as early as three now they need to go to somebody's school building in order for them to appropriately learn or properly learn or whatever and you can see and you can talk about your your learning experience with your child she's what four now right Mm -hmm. and y'all been on this journey for what the past two years i want to say or is Mm -hmm.
1: it yeah well really i'm gonna say officially I would say, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was teaching, I was homeschooling. Like we were, especially like I said, her dad was homeschooling her. I was homeschooling her. It wasn't like um it wasn't like I wasn't calling it homeschooling because, but it was, it was. But then I officially started homeschooling like once I resigned from teaching. So it's been like eight months since we've been on this journey. I, like I'm, a, I, I, you know, I'm a new homeschooler. Um, not I'm not gonna say new because we were we you know we were doing it but I feel like now I'm officially like actually calling it like oh yeah I'm home, you know I'm homeschooling so I've I've been you know not teaching for eight months now so I feel like you know it's been eight months that we've been on our journey
0: so do you feel like your daughter has missed a day of learning do you think no that gone through any day and hasn't learned something each day no. No, like, even when
1: I, like, even when I was like, oh, dang, we didn't do, like, we didn't go for your letter sounds today. I'm like, girl, you did so much other stuff. Letter sounds can come later. <laughs> letter sounds can come later because we done done so much stuff because she does a lot of things with me. Like, she's up under me, first of all. She's up under me. Like, everything Man. that I do, she's doing, like, you know, I'm washing dishes. She washes dishes. Trust me, honey. I got to clean up about two, three, four times a day. <laughs> With a toddler, <laughs> so I'm washing dishes, she's right there, I mean, you know, I'm cooking, she's right there in the kitchen, there's so many other things that we're doing at home, um, like practical learning skills, even just going out, going to the grocery store, I'm if I'm going somewhere, she wants to go, and so it's just like, and just thinking, and just having that conversation with Miss Gloria and natural teaching, it's like, now, it, Every I just be throwing anything out, you know, I just, we're out and I, we're talking about colors We are talking about this we're doing our letter sounds like at first I felt like okay We need to be here and sit down in this space mm-hmm. to do these letter sounds But now I'm just like girl wherever we at a makes a sound and she'll tell me B makes a sound Or you know, if I see something that starts with the B, I'm like, okay, well, what is that? And She'll tell me I'm like, well, what does the you know sounds what does the uh, word sound start with? And so that's what we've been doing. I'm not, you know, I'm really trying to remove all that pressure I had on my. It was, it's been hard, but I'm really trying to remove all that pressure I had on myself, you know, feeling like, oh, I got my master's degree. My daughter should be way farther than where she is. I see so many people who, oh my, my child reading at two years old, one and mm. one and a half years old, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know, like what, what, you know, what am I not doing? Am I doing something? And I'm just like, yo. First, you know, we got to remember that every child learns differently and every child um, is on their own individual path. And so just not comparing, not trying to put, like, release that pressure that I had on myself from, you know, from the educate my background, um, and just let her be because she is learning. She's, you know, whether she's learning how to do stuff with her hands, whether she is learning academics, whether she just learned about the world or just Um, You know, whatever it is, playing video games, whatever it is, she's learning. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be here to uh, guide her through that process.
0: Yes, ma'am. And I think you're doing an amazing job. Amazing. Amazing. Especially if she's able to voice herself the way she does at such a young age. That's beautiful. And tell you what she likes and don't like. I think that's amazing because there's so many kids that are going along with a program that they do not agree with or that is not serving their best self. And they just go along with it because they don't haven't been taught to use their voice. They haven't been taught that their voice matters. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, no, you keep doing what you're doing by all means, please keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I love it for you. Thank you. You know, I got my lows and I'm I'm grateful for the journey that we're on. It is, um, I tell, I just say we freestyle, 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 freestyle. freestyle. I don't know what it is. Um, we just be out here living for real. And it's, it's of course, they get the questions. Oh, well, what did you learn? What did you learn in homeschool? What's your favorite subject? What's your this? What's that? And I just let them answer. Uh, I just sit, <laughs> I sit back and I just listen to what they answer because they understand the problem. they know what we're doing they know what they're doing each day um and it's not in the form of sitting down and doing this assignment that assignment and And I'm not saying that that won't come because we you know as they get older they will express more interest they will tell me more about what they plan to do and what they want to do and it is going to be my job to help them get to whatever and you know, whatever goals they have set for themselves, I'm here to help them achieve them. So if college does become a part of their path or they feel like that needs to be, then we'll we'll start heading towards that route. We'll start, you know, aiming towards those type, you know, those type of goals and those type of standards, whatever it is that we have to meet for those, for them to get to that next step. But um right now they're they're into everything and I love it and I want them to be into everything. Um, I feel like Kenny would be an amazing choreographer. I feel like she'd be an amazing fashion designer. I feel like she'd be an amazing um veterinarian. She like there's so many things that she's so passionate about. Girl, the way she be feeding these daggone uh <laughs> singles out here, honey. But Kenny's love for animals is like astronomical like she loves animals she oh my goodness she be letting dogs lick her in the face like she grows with it like <laughs> I told you she almost taught my mom into getting her a lizard when we were just in Florida <laughs> a weeks. like she like she loves animals and but she's just like I love their passions Morgan she Morgan's into experimenting she are like <laughs> that's you, kind you. Yeah, she wanna experiment. And I just see their like wonders, like just things like she's into cooking and she wanna be a chef right now. Um, just hearing their thoughts and their their views of their future is just like okay the possibilities are endless and that's what I always put because can tell you she want to be an app developer she, like she want to create a game she want to create an app she want to create a TV show she want to write a book like she want to do all these things especially things that she's seen me do she wants to do those things too but just looking and standing back and observing their passions and just putting things in front of them that will nurture that passion will feed into that passion will keep growing that passion that i feel like that's my job and right now like traveling is our thing like you know we we want to go 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 like they want to see everything and i want to be able to show them everything um so i love this journey that we're on i really do um and i i yeah, it is. And I hope that other parents like take take that control, take that initiative, take that that step towards freedom for real because that's what it is is you you feel free once you get out of that that one way of thinking of oh this is how it needs to be. this is the standard, this is what's considered normal and this is that like nah, you create your own norm, you create your own tradition, you create your own everything because it's your home your way and understand that wholeheartedly.
1: Yes, yes, it's a beautiful experience. I'm really. And I honestly I can't wait to see you know how it all unfolds. You know, like you know, as my daughter, like you said, as my daughter is getting older, she's gonna want to do more things, and she's gonna wanna, she's gonna want to um, explore more. And I just like you said, I just want to be there. That's one reason why I really um, felt like it was important for me to resign now, while my daughter is so young, because I didn't want to miss out on the little things, on the small things, on who she is. Because when she gets older. You know, she's gonna know who she is, but I don't want to miss out on that. You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. miss out on knowing who she is, knowing what she likes. I, you know, like I know, you know, I, like I said, I ask her questions every day. What's her favorite color? What's her favorite letter? And that's just, you know, me getting to know who she is, what her interests are, right. to help me to better understand, you know, how to teach her, how to how we can work together. I think it's so important, you know, on this homeschooling journey that we, you know, we realize that as parents, we definitely have to work on. Um, building relationships with our children um, so that it can all work out. You know, that's a part of the process of homeschooling as well as like building that relationship, trying to find out the interests, trying to figure out what will work. And I'm just happy I could be there for that. Like I want to be there for that. That's, you know, yeah. as my job, as my role, my role as a parent and I feel like as a teacher is for me to be there for my child on her educational journey. And so I think, you know, like that, it's so beautiful just to hear you say, you know, um, you get to see all their interests and get, you get, you get to watch it unfold. You know what they're into because that's important, especially if you yeah. want to help to motivate and to uplift your child, to go on and follow their dreams and passions. And you want them to, you know, have clarity on what, who they are and where they're going You know, we have to. That's why we're. You know, that's why we're here to lead them, to guide them, to, you know, help them. And so, we can't do that. You know, if we're, put. You know, just continuing to rely on the school system for everything. Because I understand, like some parents are just not gonna um want to full full time homeschool. You know, like some parents can't. Parents don't want to, and that's okay. But it's so important that we are still just a part of that journey in ways yes. that we can can be, you know, like we have to be. Mm. And I just feel like, you know, for me, um, in the situation that I'm in, I can always go back to a career. You know, I feel like the time for me, the time now for me, you know, I want to just bet it all on myself. Bet it all on, you know, I'm homeschooled, you know, like I'm home, you know, I want to homeschool my daughter so I can have... Fr- my t- like, my time back, freedom to be able to, to bet it all on myself. So, um, you know, whatever works for you, you know, let it work for you. But don't forget, you know, the important role that we have as parents and the important role that we have to help our children, you know, learn and grow on their journey.
0: Yes, yes. that And that's the main thing, like, just understanding and remembering that you do have these little beings that... They started out depending on you solely, like whole, like, you know, like think about them as an infant and all they could do was depend on you to feed them, change them, put their clothes on, take their back, like, you know, do everything for them. And then as they grow and mature and grow to, and develop into little people, it's like, oh, we see them and they're doing this on their own and they being independent now and they don't need this, but they do. They need you. Like they they need you continuously like I don't feel like you know you're never not needed um on the journey as long as you're around you're needed um and parents definitely have to have to have to remember that no matter where their child is you still have the responsibility mm-hmm. to homeschool them you they still deserve your guidance they do, still deserve your love they still deserve your nurturing into whatever it is that they are trying to do because you are their number one and most qualified teacher. So even if they are going to school, you still have to pour into their love, their interests, their identity, their purpose. You have to be that guy for that because they shouldn't have to depend on anyone outside of you for that. Um, the teachers there to teach them academics and all that good stuff, whatever, you know, whatever it is, but you are there to teach them life. You are there to teach them, them, like, you know, to guide them. And so never pass that on to anyone else. Um, and big thing, big thing. Remember that learning takes place everywhere. There are no limits to learning. There are no limits to learning. It happens naturally all throughout the day if you allow it you know just answer the questions be there look it up with them like things of that nature because I tell you kidding me ask me some questions girl let's google <laughs> Come on, let's Google. I don't know. I
1: don't know, Kitty.
0: No, I don't know that. Come on, let's Google. And did you look up? Can we look up? And like, and I'm with it because I'm learning. Also, she's teaching plenty, and she corrects plenty, honey. Especially when it comes to an animal, she'll definitely send, throw out a fun fact for me. Oh, well know. So I was talking about some why the seagulls don't go south for the winter. Oh, it's because they're white and they're fur. This, this, like she was telling me all this stuff, like.
1: They
0: know that like all right makes sense okay so and I, I don't know how stuff she'd be making up herself or she'd really be <laughs> learning. but either way I'm here for it honey and she loves like when she's teaching me and I I love her teaching me I love to tell oh well you just taught me something new like I love that like by all means because they just they want to be seen they want to be heard they want to be like just like value and i value my girls i tell them that all the time like i love them i love them this journey would be nothing without them well i won't say it won't be nothing we we'll talked about that <laughs> it would just be different it would, it would be different, be different. <laughs> it. it would be nothing like i am be out here <laughs> <parlaying>.
1: but <laughs> uh, that is hilarious
0: without them but i appreciate them and i'm i'm grateful for them being um i'm i'm grateful to be trusted to be their guide i'm 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 very grateful for that and so i take it take it as is and i i try to try to give it my all really so
1: i love and I- it i mean that's all we really can do, you know. As parents, as teachers, as caregivers, whatever you know title we have um, that allows us to work with the youth or care for the youth or care for the young our young learners, we just have to try to do our best, you know. Like trying to do our best. That's all I would say as a teacher. Is I'm just trying to do my best, <laughs> and I would. I would try to put in. Yeah. You know, like try to put that best, you know, that the best effort that you can into whatever it is that, you know, whatever and whatever areas that you can. We can't forget about the youth. And I keep saying that because I really do feel like, um, the youth get left behind sometimes. We don't want to hear their opinions. We don't want to listen to what they got to say. We don't want to take the time out to have a conversation. And we don't want to figure out why they're feeling this way or whatever. And then we turn around and try to, and then we say this, and then we turn around and say, well, what's going on with the youth? And the youth is having all these problems and all these issues and this and that, but it's like, you know, what role do we play in that? And so it's so important, you know, that we, allow the youth to um, be creative. I feel like that's something that is missing within. Um, and I don't know about all schools, but I will say the schools that I worked at, I really felt like the schools needed more, you know, resources and extracurricular activities. Um, I'm going to always say this. When I went to China, okay, <laughs> I I know that there is this stigma about Chinese education and how they're strict and all this. But when I went and seen it for myself with my own eyes and I seen all the different extracurricular activities that children that are in public education, they have the same access that children in private education have. I mean, it may look different, but when I went to a private school and a public education, I didn't feel a difference. You know, like they had the same it was like they had it was like they the pro they had so many different programs and the children they just loved it because I didn't feel like they spent so much they did spend time learning, but they also spent a lot of time playing, like just doing karate pool. I've seen so So many different, like, paper mache, origami, all these different things. I'm like, yo, I never did these things when I was just, we didn't have, like, I don't remember learning, you know, different martial arts. I don't remember doing pool. I don't remember, you know, just doing pottery. It was just so many different things that i seen. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And this is probably why. You know, kids like <laughs> probably why kids like going to school and you know, we always we always correlate smart people and this is literally like a what do they call it? A um a prejudice or a bias or what what word would it be? A stereotype, stereotype. where we say Yeah, Mm -hmm. stereotype where we say, you know, Asian people are super smart. We always correlate smartness with Asian Mm -hmm. people. And, I I mean, when I went to China, I was like, okay, this is why. Because these kids (laughs) are having fun in school. They love school. They love to learn. Their parents are engaged. You got Mm -hmm. parents coming to school, reading stories. You got, you know, kids just respecting their teachers, loving the environment, colorful schools, the environment, everything, plants. It was beautiful. Like
0: I love that.
1: It was beautiful. Now,
0: now, what you <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> oh, but let me get sappy real quick because you really said it like as far as the, like people not understanding like our kids are our future. I was in uh the grocery store like uh, probably probably like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago by now, but Winnie Houston I don't know like you know I'm a little older than you <laughs> but the greatest love of all came on girl um and you know how it starts I believe the children are the future teach them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty yes inside. <laughs> give them a sense of pride to make yes Girl, when I tell you after we left the store, because I, I ain't sing it in there, but I put it on as soon as we got in the car, honey, and I sung it back to back. The girl's like, oh, you're going to run that back, huh? I said, yeah, girl, because that that's, like, that's everything. Like, that's everything. That is everything. And people have to remember, like, we're on their time now. Once you have kids, like, you're on their time. Like, it should be in you to make this better for them when you're no longer around. And that's what my thought process always is on, like, how can I make it and set it up so that my girls will benefit benefit from the work that I've done or am doing when I'm no longer around? And so like the stuff that I believe in, the, the stuff that I stand for, it is a big deal because Honey, things have to change. They have to change. And I want to change them for my kids, my future grandkids, my future great, great grandkids. Like I have to do that and I have to play that role. And so that is what keeps my voice going. That's what keeps me organizing and and trying to plan this and doing this and creating this. Because things have to change. Like it's no more of that. Oh, this is what it's always been. Like even though it's broken, let's keep on going this way. Let's keep doing. Like that makes no sense. That makes no sense. And I don't want it. I don't. I. I I'm. I know. I have too much in my head for me to play those games with myself. And so that's why I stand on what I stand on. That's what I, that's why I move the way I move. And that's why I keep on growing and and heading in the direction I'm heading in because the kids are the future, huh? And we have to, we have to, have to pour more into them. We have to be that guidance. We have to be that light for them. And so yes, yes, girl Whitney had me all in my feelings, honey.
1: Yes, listen, when I say I love that song It was so funny because I had made a post And I was trying to look for it in my phone I never posted it, but it was a post And um, at the end, I had put that, put the lyrics in the song And I was like, I believe that the children are the future <laughs> I had wrote the whole little thing But that song is always on my mind Because it's so true We we must yeah. teach them the way to go Or show show, lead, help, guide And I don't feel like they can, you know, actually they, they can't do it without us you know like yes, it's a partnership and that's why I feel like building relationships is an important part of homeschooling I know that's a different topic they're gonna have to talk about but that I is know. so important when it comes to homeschooling and just relationships between parents and children in general or teachers or whoever that you know whoever has contact with the youth you know the relationship building part is so important so girl that's a conversation for another
0: (laughs) yes yes i've i've loved this one though honey i love this one um because we do have to break that that mindset of oh this is what learning looks like so even though you know I feel like labels are labels and they got to put a dag on name and and everything on everything, everything. <laughs> I, I'm for the de-schooling unschooling reschooling uh, like I love right. the unlearn and relearn type of attitude I love all of that because it's not ne- it is necessary and I get it I do get it um de-schooling is important um recalibrating your mind, reprogramming your mind, re just rethinking the possibilities of how your child learns in general, as opposed to on a standard base or on a societal norm base or, you know, uh um, like, no, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's just there, it's endless. It's endless right. the possibilities of how you can reach your child and to ensure that they love to
1: I'm sure that they love to learn
0: that they love to learn yes yes so ah, uh, make sure you check out our website com, to check out the new lo- our our expo locations we come into seven different cities um make sure you check it out see if we come into a city near you it will be worth the travel even if we're not so make sure you get in we are still in need of exhibitors speakers sponsors investors all anybody who want to give us some money we would we'll definitely appreciate it uh, <laughs> yes you can follow us on social media
1: at mrs that, <clears throat> excuse me mrs that Ali underscore daily
0: Yes, or at Homeschool Your Kids. Um, that's like on everything. Homeschool Your Kids. I posted some TikTok videos. Y'all go look at those. Like I made some t- I'll tell you, I made some TikTok videos. I told you. Um, <laughs> but yes, Home, um, kids. Homeschool and Your TikTok. Kids. Yes, uh, we did have another exhibitor sign up this week. Uh, Montrose, <laughs> Montrose Biology. We have Right Start Math. We have um, Soul Right Living. We got uh, Family Success Inc. We have a lot of different individuals. Um, We've we've had a lot of people that are definitely showing interest and we're we're excited about the possibilities. So definitely please check out the website and yeah, keep being amazing. Peace.